listening to the Pregnancy Perfect podcast. I'm your host, Kayla Geddes. In today's interview, I talk with Carla Quisenberry or Carla Quiz. You might know her as Carla Quiz on Instagram, who is the creative talent behind James Fox Co., which is a company that makes the loveliest hospital gowns I've ever seen. They're both beautiful and functional, and they're perfect for women in labor, going into surgery, or just in the hospital for recovery. I'm definitely going to get myself one for the next time I have a baby. Carla and her husband, Jason, live in California, and they have two little girls, France and Fair. Both of Carla's experiences with childbirth were fairly difficult and a little scary, to say the least, but she now has two healthy girls to show for it, and she talks about those experiences that she had. She also gives a lot of great ideas about making memories and how to keep track of your experiences, and I loved her ideas, and I actually took notes for myself because she had some really awesome ideas. Carla has two great things for you, a 15% discount in the James Fox Co. shop and a chance to win one of her gorgeous gowns. Use the code PREGNANCYPERFECT, one word, no capitals, for the discount. And check out my Instagram post about today's episode for the details on how to enter the giveaway. You'll find me at PREGNANCYPERFECT on Instagram. Carla, welcome to the Pregnancy Perfect podcast. Thank you so much. I'm I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to have you. I've told the audience a little bit about you in your introduction, but will you take a minute and tell us a little bit more about you? Like how old you are, where you live, and about your family? Sure. I'm 31, and my husband and my two little girls, we live a little bit outside of the San Francisco Bay. Awesome. And will you tell us about your business as well? Absolutely. So a few months ago, about six months ago, we started James Fox Co., which was actually named um, after both of my girls. Uh, It was birthed out of my own personal experience with my labor and delivery and recovery. They're um, caftan-inspired delivery gowns or any medical gown, really, for any medical procedure. And so you just make beautiful gowns. So women feel pretty in the hospital. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Our, you know, my whole vision and dream behind that is to, um, have women feel beautiful and comfortable while they're healing and while they're nursing and bonding or have family visitors or friends come into the hospital or once they're at home, um, getting comfortable, they can easily, uh, have all the functionalities that they need while they do all those things. And at the same time, they can feel great about themselves. That's great. I love that. I wish I had, I found you, I think right after I had my baby, but I wish I had known about your business before (laughs) so that I could have felt lovely in the hospital as well. Well, don't worry next time. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, for sure. Um, Okay, so let's start with a couple of just quick questions to get to know you a little bit better. Sure. So since we're approaching the holidays, what is your favorite part of Thanksgiving dinner? Well, actually, our family is really untraditional when it comes to Thanksgiving. Um, we This year, we've decided to take a trip, a family vacation with my mom and dad and the kids and my brother and his wife and his kids. We're going to be in Mexico um, and probably eat at a really fun restaurant. Uh, since we're such a small family, we kind of venture out and do something spontaneous. That is fun. What was your first job as a teenager? Hmm. 
trying to think. Well, I helped a lot at my parents' business. They're both realtors. So I definitely helped them a lot around their office, um, mm-hmm. making tons of coffee, coffee copies and uh, filing for them. So lots of fun office stuff. Yeah. Did that make you ever want to be a realtor? No, actually. (laughs) um, My husband and I love interior design and homes and, and we watch all the flipping shows, but we, um, I decided not to go that route, um, but to work for myself. Very cool. Speaking of which, which of your gowns is your favorite? Which of the ones that you have in your shop right now are your favorite? Is your favorite? Right now, it's definitely my purple eye cat. Um, it it's it's very soft, and I love the look of the colors, the mix of the purple and the blues. That one is my favorite too. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So which of your two pregnancies are we going to talk about? I think um, let's talk about Fair. She's my last one. Okay. And tell me the oldest one's name again. France. France and Fair. How old were you when you found out you were pregnant with Fair? I was 29. Okay. And were you planning it or was it a surprise? It was kind of a surprise. So we had a really challenging time getting pregnant with um, my first daughter. It took us about a year and a half. And um, we um, I had to take Clomid to get pregnant with her. So I, you know, we were just kind of chit-chatting about when we would possibly be ready for our next. And um, before we knew it, I was already pregnant. Wow. So were you like tracking your ovulation or anything like that to help you? No, not at all. Not, not with France. I mean, I'm sorry, with fair, my last one, I, um, we just said, okay, let's, let's stop and we'll see what happens naturally. Uh Um, thinking that it would take us quite some time, uh, to get that going and, um, we were already pregnant that month. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. And you did not have to take Clomid with the, with fair. No, not okay. at all. Um, there's actually quite a funny story. Um, the doctors had me take a blood test. Um, and they told me after they called me the next day and said, you're actually not pregnant. I go, okay, no problem. Um, but all these tests that I had taken at home said that I was, but I thought, well, it might just, you know, a blood test has to be way more accurate than a test that you could purchase at the store. And, um, three weeks go by and, you know, nothing happens. Um, my menstrual cycle didn't happen. And, um, I call the doctor again and he's, uh, says, okay, well, I guess come, come on in again. And, uh, I did. And he said, okay, let's take another test. And I was actually pregnant. So the whole time I was pregnant and I was being told I wasn't. (laughs) Wow. So they must've just, I don't, your hormone levels were just not what they expected or something. Probably. Yeah. Pleasant surprise. Yes. Yes. Did you announce the pregnancy to the world, like on social media or anything? I did. I shared on my personal Instagram account um, I shared a toy that I had bought um, while I was in New York, uh, a little taxi rattle, I believe. And um, but I shared it with family uh, first. Okay. How would you describe your first trimester in three words? Tired, 
<laughs> tired and tired. <laughs> <laughs> really? Just wiped you out? Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not a nap person. And um, with France, I was, I felt like I had an extra boost of energy. It was quite oh. unreal. Um, yeah, my friends that were pregnant kind of hated me during that time. <laughs> but um, yeah, with with her, I was tired. But then again, I had a one and a half year old. Mm-hmm. So I think that was the contributing factor. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So you were expecting it to take a little bit longer. Were you like, if you, would you have rather have had more time between them or is this like what you wanted or perfect? Hmm. You know, I think it was all around a surprise. Yeah. So I, obviously now I wouldn't change it for anything. Right. Right. Um, the fact that they're so close, but looking back, it was such a fog, um, Mm -hmm. to think I was pregnant with a one and a half year old. And then, um, right before I was going to deliver, I was potty training. So I look back and I go, what was I thinking? (laughs) But I wasn't thinking I was thinking it would take long. Yeah. Yeah. And of course it was just a blessing anyway. So totally. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So what other symptoms did you have your first trimester besides just being really tired? Mm, You know, I craved a lot of sweets, um, a lot of sweets and, um, yeah, I, I love chocolate croissants. So that was one of them, but, uh, I, yeah, not honestly, my pregnancies are so awesome up until the point I deliver things kind of get a little scary. Okay. All right. Um, did you decide to find out the gender of your baby? I did. Yes. And, um, once we found out, I actually cried. I was really hoping for a boy. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. I know some moms feel horrible admitting that, but I don't. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm so obviously happy right. with, um, what I was given. And, um, looking back, I, I don't know why I was. Yeah. Well, I think, I think there's no reason to, you know, feel ashamed of feeling that way or anything. I mean, if, you feel what you feel. And of course, exactly. everybody's going to be happy in the end, no matter what, if it totally. was the gender they wanted or not. So exactly. Yeah. How did you find a healthcare provider for yourself? Um, you know, we had just switched um, insurances and um, luckily through that, um, you can choose from a group. And if you aren't happy with the one that you um, saw during a visit, you can change it to another one within the same office. Um, oh. it's through Kaiser. Okay. I don't, I'm not sure if you guys actually have that out there, but, um, that's, what's nice. So you can kind of switch around until you find the one that best fits you. So did you have to switch around a little bit? You know, I did the first, um, two, I wasn't too fond of, mm-hmm. um, and we just, our, our thoughts didn't align with, um, everything. And so I finally found the third one was my keeper. Okay, cool. Did you have any struggles with maternity clothes? Yeah. So I am not a jeans kind of gal. Oh, okay. <laughs> I find them to be like a little restraining and, uh-huh. and, um, I, you know, I don't like baggy jeans. I like, you know, fitted jeans. So, um, I felt a little restraint. So I love leggings. I love them. I feel like you can definitely dress them up and dress them down and still feel, 
you know, cute and comfortable. I don't think you have to compromise um, either one. I like um, pleather leggings, actually. With Ooh, yeah. You know, um, I did a lot of like chambray tops with pleather leggings and some booties. Okay. Were they, were they actually maternity leggings? No. One, um, the pleather leggings I loved from American Apparel and, um, they, the one pair that, um, I started using it, they fit me throughout the entire time. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Which is awesome. You guys should check them out. Yeah. Cool. We'll find a link and put it in the show notes for that. Thanks. Let's see. What were your eating habits like? This time around, um, with, uh, France, I went a little crazy and loved my cheeseburgers. (laughs) But, um, the second time around I, I did crave sweets, like I said, but I also was really wanting to, um, to have a lot of like green smoothies and salads, just like refreshing light stuff. Um, but my weight gain was definitely from all the sweet stuff. <laughs> okay. So you did, you tried to balance it out a little bit, but you still, yes. you still indulged your cravings. Yeah, okay. I did. I did. Okay. Are you a pretty healthy eater like otherwise? I am for the most part. I really am. Um, but that all kind of shifted about three months ago. I've made more of a conscious effort than ever before to, uh, step it up a notch. (laughs) Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Can I ask why? I just love talking about health in general. So I'm always like curious about what people are doing. (laughs) No problem. I think, um, to put it honestly, it was, I was kind of sick and tired of being (laughs) tired Uh (laughs) and with two kids and running a business. Um, I just kind of realized if I don't take care of myself, then I'm not really being the best I could be for, myself and for my family. Mm -hmm. And, um, I decided to get my energy back and, um, just, I love my morning, um, shakes, like my green smoothies in the morning with my coffee. Mm -hmm. Um, they give me great energy and, um, I'm just kind of, I was never a snacker. So I would wait to eat a huge lunch around like two o'clock because I hadn't eaten. Yeah. And so now I'm, you know, Pack, like pre-pack at night when I make France's lunch, um, almonds and a bar and throw it in my purse. So I don't wait till I get to the starving point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Smart. Yeah. Cool. Did you exercise while you were pregnant? I did. Yeah. Um, well, France, hello. She was <laughs> one and a half and, um, I did, I love, um, to hike. And so, um, we would do a lot of hiking and just walking in general. I I can walk a lot. Did you carry France like in a backpack or would she walk with you? Oh, she would walk. Yeah. She would walk alongside me. Yeah. That's great. So Mm -hmm. that was like a couple times a week or were you going on walks probably daily? Yes. I would walk daily, but hikes, um, really about like once a week or once every, uh, every other week. Okay. Did your husband go with you when you were hiking? Yes. Yeah. That's okay. kind of what we love to do to unplug and relax. That's awesome. Yeah. What was your weight gain overall at the end? Oh, man. I was hoping we wouldn't get to <laughs> <laughs> uh, So this is for all the women out there who um, are hard on themselves. Let me be your, you know, example yeah. of um, that. I gained 56 pounds. 
And I started out at 153 and I ended up on delivery day at 209. And that was more than you wanted. Oh, Lord. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, but um, thankfully, I'm back down to my pre-pregnancy weight. And um, yeah, I uh, fair was uh, 10 and a half pounds when I delivered. Her. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Um, did you gain that much or similar amount with France? No, mm -mm, not, it wasn't, it wasn't as bad. It was about 35 to 40, I believe. Okay. So do you, and you were even, even more conscious of what you're eating this time. So do you have any idea why? I don't, I don't, I don't, um, looking back, I've, you know, I tried to think what was going on because I was more active because uh -huh. I had a one and a half year old right? and I'm not one to sit on the couch. So I, yeah, I'm not quite sure. Okay. But it wasn't like necessarily water weight or a bunch of swelling oh, or anything. Yes. Thank you for bringing that up. Yes. I totally had excess. Okay. Yes. Um, I, even in general, um, naturally if, if it's hot outside or something, I retain a lot of water. Oh, okay. Okay. Like my shoes stop fitting me. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm in Palm Springs, I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Did you have any surprising body changes that you maybe liked or didn't like? Hmm. Um, no, not nothing out of the ordinary, okay. you know, typical. Did you have any pregnancy scares? No pregnancy scares. However, with France, I got pups rash. I don't know if you've heard oh, of that. Oh, I have not. Tell us about that. <laughs> well, it's this chronic hives rash that um, typically starts in the abdomen. So it, uh, abdomen, well, <laughs> anyways, uh, it starts there and it, it kind of looks just like a, you know, like a normal rash and it starts to spread um, all over. And it doesn't go away until you deliver a, your baby. But the funny thing is that it typically happens with women expecting boys or twins. Oh. Yeah. 70% um, of the time it's for women having boys. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. And I had that with friends. <laughs> huh. So, and so was it itchy? Oh my gosh. It's. Think about the chicken pox. Okay. <laughs> and um, it doesn't go away until you have the baby. That sounds but, terrible. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I don't really love that. But yes, it was horrific. Um, but you did not get it with the second one? No. Mm -mm. Okay. Totally fine. That's great. Did you, were you working while you were pregnant? Not with uh, Fair, I wasn't. Mm -mm. Okay. When did you start your business? About six months ago. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you weren't, you weren't doing that when you were pregnant with her then. No. Okay. Do you work from home or do you have a, an out, a, an office somewhere else? Well, we have an office here at the house. We had a spare bedroom. And so that's kind of, um, where we do everything. Okay. And, um, yeah, it's been great. Can you tell <laughs> me about your second and third trimesters? Sure. Um, nothing out of the ordinary. I, it sounds a little boring, but everything was, um, great up until, um, delivery time. Everything was just, just fine. Did you, 
did you get some of your energy back after the first trimester? Yeah, yeah, you're right. I did. Um, and that was the time that, you know, I always recommend my friends to get their to-do list done uh-huh. um, to just focus, you know, the first um, trimester in, you know, it, it's hard because that's the, you know, the busiest time I think. And, um, after that, I just say, okay, write down all the things, you know, you want to accomplish, um, professionally and around the house and just kind of set goals as you go. Um, that way you don't find yourself up until the third trimester when you're just, really ready and tired and excited. You can just enjoy that, that season and kind of knock out all the, the other stuff. Yeah. That's really good advice. Yeah. Did you carry fair full term? I did. I did. And, um, I induced, um, the day of her, um, her due date. Oh, okay. Was it a schedule? It was a scheduled induction. Yes. Mm -hmm. They wanted to push it out um, another week and a half, but um, because I was so large and in charge, (laughs) I I physically, honestly, I I couldn't have gone further. And um, they thought she was only going to be about eight pounds. And so when she was 10 and a half, I couldn't even imagine thinking of carrying her for another week. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That blows my mind. Yeah. So tell me about how your labor went. So I checked in on a Thursday and I had her on a Saturday. Oh. And um yeah. Wow, okay. <laughs> yes. And you know, I really really because France it was a tough delivery as well. I fought hard to have it um be a natural birth and uh I wanted this time around to be the same and a little less intense, but you know, at the end of the day, I, you know, it is what it is for everyone. It's different. And, um, in this case, I probably, no, I should have had a C-section. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, I just kind of stuck my, to my guns and was a little stubborn. Um, but the doctors were super supportive and they allowed me to do it naturally. But, after, um, everything, they kind of came back to me and said, you know, you aren't cut out for this delivery thing. (laughs) You really need to, um, have a C-section if you want to do this again. They said that after fair. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, so let's like get a timeline going here. So what you checked in, in like in the morning on a Thursday. I checked in on Thursday at 7 p.m. Oh, okay. And then did they start you on Pitocin or something no, else? No, it um, it was a small pill that they gave me that was not Pitocin. It was something else. I can't remember the name, but it was a lot less, um, you know, strong, I guess okay. uh-huh. you would say. Um, they just wanted to not force it too fast just so that they could see what my body how it would respond naturally. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but I, one thing I recommend for moms to do that I did that I'm so happy, I opened up my notes page on um, my phone while in the hospital, and I started to take notes of what happened throughout the um, the process. That is so smart. That is so smart. And I wish I would have done that because now looking back, I cannot 
remember a lot of details. So that is, yeah. that is such a good idea. So you did do that. You did pull out your phone and I did. Yeah. I took a couple of notes. Yeah. What kind of things were you writing down? So, um, the fact that I took half of that pill and I put dot, 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 can't remember the name, <laughs> but, um, at two forty five in the morning, well, I checked in at seven and then at two forty five in the morning, my water started to leak. Okay. Um, and then at 6am it erupted. So a lot of time kind of passed by. Yeah. Um, and then by 7am I had only dilated to a three. Oh, wow. So you started out at zero. Yes. Okay. There, yeah. Nothing was happening. <laughs> okay. And sorry, what time did you say you were at a three? I was at a three at 7am. Okay. So mm-hmm. then where did it go from there? From there, it um, I got an epidural <clears throat> around 8 a.m. Okay. And then um, I did not um, – then I got Pitocin at 11.45. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then – so now we're, at a, we're on a Friday. Yes, yes. And after that, the epidural and my water leaking and it erupted at 6 a.m., they realized um, as the time went by that the baby was actually a lot larger than they had thought it was going to be. Remember, they thought it was going to be an eight pounds. And, you know, once your water breaks, you can kind of start feeling your belly and, Uh you know, they're like, okay, this is going to be a really big girl. Um, and you got to be ready for it. And if you want to do it naturally, they recommended that I slow down on my epidural. Okay. Uh, so that I could have the energy and everything else to push. Because I think when you have a lot of that um, epidural in you, it's, you know, you're not sensing as much. Right. So um, they recommended that I slow down. And I was tough and decided to just stop it. So I only had my first dose and I said, you know what? Never mind. I'm going to try to do this naturally (laughs) as much as possible. And um, so I did. I stopped. And by the time I actually delivered there, I had nothing. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. Um, So how long did it take for it to wear off? Yeah. You know what? I don't. I don't remember to okay. be honest with you. Okay. I don't. It was several hours. Okay. So, um, but it still took a while before you were ready to push. Oh yeah, I didn't push till the following day. Wow. <laughs> yeah, because I had her on Saturday um, morning, and my epidural was on Friday morning. Okay. So okay. yeah, I really didn't have it in me um, um, by that time. Yeah. Let's see. So I've heard that once your water breaks you're kind of on a timer because the baby can get an infection. Infection. Is that, um, (laughs) was that a concern or was she out quick enough? They kept checking and checking me and, um, they were also concerned, you know, to slow down on the checking too, because that's also an infection. Um, you know, I really wanted her out naturally. And, um, like I said, the one piece of advice that I could give, a mother is to come in wanting and knowing what you want, but also allowing the doctors and your midwife um, or whoever else to um, to tell you what's best. Um, because at the end of the day, I think that they know um, what's best for you. And um, 
they were really supportive. So it's not like they told me, no, you shouldn't do this naturally. They were like, you know what? You seem like you can handle this. If that's what you really want, we will walk you um, through this. And they did. They allowed me to to labor as long as I I, I did, wow. um, which was awesome. Yeah. Um, however, looking back, I should have had a C-section because Fair um, got stuck and they were about to um, break her shoulder. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Um, and they, um, thankfully, they didn't have to do that. But she was stuck and she um, was not breathing for about a minute and 45 seconds. Oh, my gosh. Um, so they had to uh, resuscitate her. And um, she was born with a collapsed lung. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Because of that? Because she uh, got stuck and wasn't breathing? Well, we asked them and they said they can't really answer that. It could be, you, okay. there's no way to know. It yeah. could have already been internal, something that was already happening. Okay. Um, or it could have been from all the stress and trauma of trying to get her out because mm-hmm. they had to force her out. So, um, it could have been a ton of different things. Honestly. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. When they stopped the epidural, did they stop the Pitocin? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So from so there you were just on my own. On your own. Yeah. <laughs> um, so how long did you end up pushing for? For, I want to say three hours. Oh my gosh. Yes. I know. I know. (laughs) I don't know how you had any energy left. I I don't know either. I look back and I don't know how that happened, but I had my husband, my mother-in-law and my mom in the room with me. What time was she actually born? Um, Not until Saturday around, I want to say three or 4 a.m. Okay. And you pushed for about three hours. Yes. Mm-hmm. Was there ever a point where you like, did you come close to ever just being like, okay, you know, it's been however many hours. Yeah. Like, did you ever think maybe I should just do a C-section? I was so focused, I think. And I, every time the nurses and my midwife and the doctor, they were just so supportive. I think that it gave me hope that I could do this. And um, they didn't show a lot of signs of being concerned. Um, They did say though, okay, after this time, we need to we need to do a C-section. And I, right before that, maybe an hour or two before that, that's when I said, okay, I'm having major contractions. And they're like, okay, it's go time. If you can do this, you know, we'll support you. Um, But like I said, looking back, um, they were maybe a little too supportive. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Um, And, you know, we could have said, all right, you know, this is enough, but I, you know, I don't expect labor to be a walk in the park. So you don't really know. You think it's, this is all so normal to everyone else. Right. But in reality, my, um, my situation was a little too, um, intense, but you always think, well, it's kind of like this for everyone. But once you hear a lot of your friends experiences and stories, you go, okay, it wasn't. Yeah. All right. So she was 10 and a half pounds. Mm-hmm. And how long? Was she? 20 and a half inches. Are you and your husband tall? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, we get a lot of questions. Like, really? How big was she? Were yeah. you both big? And no, we, yeah, she's, wow. yeah. 
But she's, she was, a, she was a biggest baby the NICU had seen in a long time. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> you know how they always put those cute little beanies on the babies? Yeah. Well, um, one of the nurses was so sweet. She made a drawer full of knitted ones that she would make, um, at home, um, at night. And, uh, she had fair and she goes, Oh, let me, I'm going to give her one of the, you know, handmade beanies that I make. There's a drawer. You can pick whichever one. And, uh, I did. And every single one that I would pick was way too small. Really? So it was super cute. She actually, (laughs) um, that night, uh, for two nights, she, she knitted one, especially for her extra, extra big beanie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, that's cute. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, did she have to spend a little while in the NICU for that, for her lung? Yes. So she was there for, uh, all in all, we were there for almost two weeks. Okay. Um, between labor and, um, her recovering. Yeah. Okay. The both of us. (laughs) Yeah. What is her birthday? July 12th. So did she just turn two? No, she just turned one and a half. Oh, Okay. Did I get all that right? July. So her birth, but this, so this summer she had her one year birthday. Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Yep. That's, that's what I meant. Um, and what's her full name? Her name is Fernanda James Quisenberry. Cute. How did you tell me the story behind that? Sure. Um, my dad gave me my middle name, which is Fernanda. And, um, that is why I named her after myself. <laughs> and, um, James, we just really love the way it flowed. And, um, that's why, and, um, the meaning of, um, my name, our name is adventurous, bold journey and, uh, France's is free. So it kind of all flows together nicely. Yeah. That's really cute. What's France's middle name? Fox. Okay. And her is France short for something? Francesca. Oh, cute. Very cute. How did you, how did you come up with Fox as a middle name? You know, I bought this really cute um, top at the store, and uh, my husband and I commuted together to work, and uh, it it had this little print on it, and I didn't know what animal it was. And uh, I said, hey, do you know what um, what's on this top of mine? I can't make out what the little animal is on it. And he looked it up and he was like, oh, it's Fox. I'm like, oh, that's, that's cute. I really love it. It was my favorite maternity top. Oh, cute. <laughs> and um, he, he loved it on me too. And um, we were driving to work and I'm like, well, we need our, you know, a middle name for her. My dad named her too. <laughs> uh, my dad named her Francesca. Oh, okay. So uh, long story short, we were talking in the car and I go, Francesca. And I just was naming things as a joke. Um, that I would see on the street, uh-huh. Francesca, you know, et cetera. And I said, Francesca Fox. And he looks at me and goes, that's it. That's her <laughs> name. And that's the end of that. Oh, I love that. Did you decide to breastfeed or bottle feed? With um, both, I breastfed France for about three months and um, with Fair for six. Okay. You know, I, I really... I know it's hard for a lot of people and, um, it, I was one of those moms where that whole, um, bonding and nursing experience, um, was not supernatural to me. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but it goes by so, so fast. And, 
I know pregnant moms hear that all the time about everything, you know, your pregnancy, it'll go so fast. Your babies grow up so fast. But, um, one thing that I decided to, um, place more effort into was definitely the nursing aspect with fair, um, because as a first time mom, you're, you're really, you know, flustered and stressed and you're, you're juggling a whole bunch of different things. Um, and so for most people taking the time to just relax and have that one-on-one time is tough. Um, so with, um, fair, I, I made it an extra effort to relax and enjoy it as much as I could. So was it, did it come, did it seem like it came more naturally with fair the second time around? It did. Yeah. It was a lot easier for me. And when things were a little challenging, I knew that it was just like a hump, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think when you're a first time mom, um, you're like, Oh, I need to call for help. I need to, you know, you kind of search, um, and get stressed out about it. Mm-hmm. But, um, what I really recommend is to relax as much as possible because stress actually doesn't help the situation with milk production. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. So did so you, easier. what? I, sorry. I said so much easier said than done. I know. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So did she wean herself at six months or did you decide that wasn't, that was good or how did, how did that work? Well, um, since she was a bigger girl, she obviously wanted a lot and my milk production couldn't keep up with as much as she, you know, the supply that she needed. Um, and, um, when she was born, like I said, she was 10 and a half, but then after, a month and those little checkups that you go in between, she was actually dropping weight. And the um, doctor um, recommended that I give her at least two bottles um, a day. Of formula? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. And the best formula that worked for us um, that I absolutely love and recommend um, is Original Baby or Organic Baby, I believe. Okay. Where did you find it? Did you buy that online? I did. So um, Am- uh, Amazon has it, um, but also um, my local Whole Foods carried it as well. Oh, okay. Well, we'll link to that too. We'll find it on Amazon and link to that. Okay. What was the hardest part about your pregnancy with Fair? Um, was just taking the time to... Um, to relax a little bit with that because I, you know, I had a toddler that was busy, busy. And, um, I, yeah, I didn't relax as much as I would have hoped. Um, but I relaxed, um, with other aspects like, um, the nursery, you know, I, I wanted everything to be perfect, but I didn't make it such a priority like I did with France. Um, just because I knew what essentials I really, really needed. Yeah. And so um, that's also another piece of, of advice <laughs> that I give moms is, um, you know, to not stress it. I know with social media and stuff, it's super hard nowadays to not seek and want the perfect um, nursery. But at the end of the day, um, just bonding with your baby and with the experience that you're going through is so much more important. Yeah. So true. What was the best part about your pregnancy with her? So 
seeing how France was totally getting it. Um, <laughs> she was just like, you know, at the grocery store or wherever we went. Um, she was like, my mommy has a baby in her Aww. belly. Um, what was kind of embarrassing story was that she thought the baby was on mommy's bosom. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> she thought my boobs were the baby. <laughs> she was inside of that. And um, I was at the grocery store, and she was on the, um, you know, the little baby seat at the top. Uh-huh. And we're at the um, checking out, and I'm bending over, putting the groceries on the cart. And this guy was, you know, ringing us up, and she pulls my my top down. Oh, and no. it's like, look. The baby's in mommy's belly. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. If you could change one thing about this pregnancy, what would it be? Hmm. Mm. I would probably take some yoga classes. Okay. Yeah. Other than that, you know, my pregnancies are so great um, besides the weight gain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, how that obviously affects me physically, you know, my knees, my back. Um, and whatnot, I should have, um, you know, realistically taken more time to exercise and do something that, um, would exercise me, relax me mm-hmm. and, um, you know, get me prepared for it. And, um, one thing that has worked for me now, um, to lose the baby weight and stuff has been, um, yoga. Oh, okay. Do you do it every day or I don't. Times a week? Yeah, I do twice a week okay. um, at my gym, and um, it's really helped me just to, um, you know, stretch and relax and whatnot. Because I made, you know, little big life changes for myself personally and my eating habits, I decided to, you know, not do anything super fast, but really take it at my own pace to make it something that lasts. Uh-huh. Um, so that's that's what I um advice I was given, um, no shortcuts and it's helped out. Did you use any apps or read any books that you really loved while you were pregnant? I, okay. I love this question. Um, because, um, with books, I did not read any books except, um, bringing up Bebe. I don't know if you've seen it. It's been out for a while and, um, I loved it because it really centered, well, I don't know if it's centered, but one thing that popped out to me the most was how sometimes um, in society we kind of focus on all the things you shouldn't be doing, shouldn't be eating, um, and it kind of freaks a lot of moms out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one thing that I realized was that I wanted to really celebrate life and celebrate what was going on, the fact that we were having a baby and that I was able to even carry a baby. And so... I just kind of not paid attention to all the things I couldn't do um, and focused on what it was really about. And I feel that um, a part of that in her book just kind of says, enjoy the process and enjoy and don't get caught up in all the things you shouldn't be doing. Obviously, take good care of your health and all those um, obvious things. But um, yeah, to just celebrate, make it a celebration of life. I recommend taking a lot of pictures of your belly too. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Did you, you do know. that like weekly yeah. or monthly or something? Yeah, I did. Um, I took, um, you know, a weekly photo and um, I have them and it's pretty crazy to see how, how, you know, 
develop and grow. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. It's really fun. Did you have any any other advice you wanted to give women who are pregnant or hoping to be pregnant? Yeah, um, my advice is um, to enjoy it and love it and embrace it and make that a time where you spend um, extra amount of effort and time with your significant other and just, um, you know, kind of make a bucket list of things you'd like to do before your baby comes. If it's, you know, seeing um, a movie outside, if it's, you know, traveling, it doesn't have to be super crazy. It could be, you know, a simple dream that you guys have together um, and to knock those out and make some really cool memories because kids are awesome and they add so much um, crazy good stuff into your life. Um, but also it just means you have to make an extra effort with your significant other on a whole new level. So, um, that would be my best, um, piece of advice to, um, enjoy working on the nursery and things like that together versus being, um, being caught up on, um, stress and stuff like that. Yeah. I love that. That's perfect. What are you most excited about next in your life personally and professionally? Personally, um, just being with my family. Um, honestly, I, we have so much fun together and, um, you know, my husband's, um, pretty cool. (laughs) He's my best friend and, um, we have a lot of fun with our kids and, um, they haven't slowed us down. Um, it's just, they kind of tag along and we do life and we've made, um, traveling, um, something that we've focused on this year And, um, I'm excited for more of that with them. Um, and professionally, um, I've, I've been so blessed. Our, our business has grown a lot, uh, organically. And so I'm, I'm just excited to see what, what happens, um, next year, every year. One thing we do together is sit down, um, together and then on our own right what we hope to see for the following year, like, you know, personally, and then as a family and then professionally. Okay. And, um, so yeah, I, I recommend, you know, people do that too, because you can look back and go, Whoa, we kind of knocked a bunch of this out. It's yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Are there any more babies in the future for you guys? Um, <laughs> <laughs> too soon to ask. My hands get sweaty when I <laughs> No, um, you know, this is what I say. My body says I'm totally done, Uh but my heart says I'm not. Um, so I don't know what that means. Um, I've always wanted to adopt. And so, um, if that's something for our family, I don't know, honestly, but time will tell. Um, but if we do, we have discussed the possibility of adopting, um, another little girl. Well, not another, a little girl. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's wonderful. Before we go, how can my audience find you? Sure. Um, I'm Carla Quiz on Instagram. And um, you can see the link on there to um, James Fox Co., which is our family business. And um, yeah. Well, thank you, Carla, for sharing this beautiful story with us. I loved learning about you and hearing your story. 
Thank you. It was a pleasure and I've had so much fun. Thank you. Yes, you're welcome. Ladies, pictures of Carla and her cute family as well as anything that we discussed that had links will be over on the show notes page. So make sure you go visit that. It will be pregnancyperfect.com slash Carla quiz. And that's just K-A-R-L-A-Q-U-I-Z. So Carla, thank you again. This was such a pleasure. Thank you so much. hope you loved today's interview with Carla. As always, we would love to hear from you. So talk to us on Instagram or by email if you have comments or questions. My email is Kayla at PregnancyPerfect.com. When you visit Carla's show notes page, not only will you get the links to the things that we discussed in today's conversation, as well as her social media links so that you can connect with her, but you'll also find photos of her family and you'll get the exclusive fun facts about her, such as her favorite person to follow on Instagram, her guilty pleasures, and more. That's only available there on PregnancyPerfect.com slash Carla quiz. If you enjoyed today's episode, please tell a friend and consider subscribing on iTunes or Stitcher. Looking forward to the next bump day where you'll hear another awesome pregnancy story. Until then, thank you for spending this last hour with me and take care. This has been a Pregnancy Perfect production. Information and materials contained in this episode are presented for entertainment purposes only. Statements and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily those of Pregnancy Perfect and should not be considered facts. For such information in which areas are related to be accurate, it is not intended to replace or substitute for professional medical advice or care and should not be used for diagnosing or treating healthcare problems or diseases or prescribing any medications. If you have any questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your baby, please seek assistance from a qualified healthcare provider.